Welcome to the Maximus Podcast with your hosts, Joe Sabula and Bobby Maximus. Today's episode sponsored by two people, Lalo Tactical, www.lalo.com. Now, it's not just tactical stuff. There are great everyday, uh, what I call just rolling around shoes, Mm -hmm. working out shoes, uh, great boots that people don't just use for tactical purposes. They use them for fishing, hunting, wintertime, just to be fashionable. Use the code MAXIMUS20 to get 20% off. Then we've also got NITOR Protein, N-I-T-O-R. I'll repeat that, N-I-T-O-R. Performance.com is the website. Use the code Maximus Podcast for 20% off. It really is just a damn good protein that you guys will love. Now, for today's podcast, we're going to call this an emergency podcast. <laughs> uh, we had actually something something else planned. We uh, have these episodes planned uh, usually about a month in advance, so sometimes a little more. But uh, apparently we, we, we hurt some feelings last week telling people that they didn't want it. Oh, and, uh, that's, episodes, that, just, that just ruffles the feathers, don't it? It's a rough one. You know, it, it, it's funny. Some podcasts have generated emails in the past, but nothing like this podcast or, mm-hmm. or, or comments. And people are like, how dare you say I don't want it? Uh, that's condescending. Um, I, you know, you don't know what I want. You don't know what's going on in my head. So we've decided to uh, kind of address that. Now, first of all, getting offended at the idea that you don't want it, Joe, I'm a big believer in the phrase actions speak louder than words. Oh, 100%. We're not defined by the things we say. We're defined by the things we do. Yeah. And it's funny. It actually reminds me of a story. When I was a police officer, I was uh, riding with a guy who was getting divorced. And and by riding, he wasn't my full-time partner. We were just riding together in the car. And uh, we rode together for a couple of weeks and his wife wanted a divorce because, uh, according to him, she felt like he didn't want to be in the marriage. And this offended him greatly. Now, he had a whole sob story lined up. He worked, you know, 80 to 90 hours a week. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was trying to put food on the table. He paid the mortgage, blah, 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 blah. And her thing was just, you don't pay attention to me. Like, you don't try. And he was pissed by this. And and, and the more he talked, uh, I, I, I would listen. And uh, I decided to ask him a few questions. When's the last time you sent her flowers? Crickets, just no answer. Do you write her notes in the morning before you leave the house? Again, crickets, no answer. Uh, when you get done shift, do you go drink with the boys or do you go home to see your wife? And of course, the answer is he went out drinking with the guys. Uh, on your days off, do you spend time with your wife and kids or do you go golfing? Of course, he went golfing. So the more the more these answers came out, you know, I just looked at him and said, how do you expect your wife to think that you want it? Like, like it, it doesn't show that you want to be in this marriage, you know, and, and, and I'm not saying he was wrong. Like from his perspective, he's working a lot and he was putting food on the table and he was paying for the mortgage and he was doing all this stuff. But it didn't seem like he wanted it that much. Right, right. You know, and, and it, it actually they ended up getting back together. Uh, he apologized to her. Um, told her he was going to try harder in, in certain regards and, and they worked it out and ended up going, you know, getting together. But it was that big thing of it, it wasn't that he didn't want it. He just didn't show that he wanted it. Right. Right. And, nope. he, and again, uh, he, he thought he wanted it in his head. Yep. He said, I want it. I want it. I want it. But like you said, yeah, his actions just were not congruent with that. 
Yeah, not not willing to do the work for it, yeah. which leads me to a like it, it kind of leads to a weird place, almost like a cognitive dissonance because mm-hmm. you want it, but you're not willing to do the work for it. So my question is, how bad do you want it really? Because yeah, it's funny yeah. back to back to back to the other podcast. When you want something, you get that shit done. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I guarantee, Joe, in, in, the, in the time I've known you, anytime you've told me you've wanted something and you've meant it. You get right to task. Mm-hmm. You tell me you want something, but you don't really want it. Well, kind of goes by the wayside. And that's the truth for us all. Yeah, it really is. Right? It really is. Kind of like these people that say, I want to change. Mm-hmm. You know, so your, your, your wife is always engaging in some behavior you don't like. That's, it's not good either. It's not that you just don't like it. It's just not a good behavior. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I want to change. I want to change. Well, do something about it. Right. You know what I mean? Or I want to be a better father, but you're not willing to spend more time with your kids. You swear at them. You yell at them. You put them down. Well, you don't really want to be a better father, do you? Well, it's, it's interesting to me because it, the, somewhere in that, there's a recognition that you're not as good a father as you could be. You know what I mean? So there's almost this, uh, uh, yes, I want to be better. Inherently, you're admitting that you're not as good as, as you ought to be. Yep, and that's like great step one, but like there are other steps you have to take beyond that. Oh, for sure. You know, I want to be a better husband. Well, okay, that doesn't just mean showing up at work and paying the mortgage. Like, there's more to yes. marriage than just getting the bills paid. Yep. So there's there's other steps that are involved, and and it seems to me that people just get hung up early on in that process. They'll decide well, and- they want it, and and that's where that whole like motivation, that whole discipline thing comes from. Is you know they'll 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 look on my my Monday morning motivation every week on Instagram and get a little fire in their belly, but is that fire still burning? You know the rest of the day, the next day, the rest of the week, like it starts to die out, and so it's like I need more motivation, I need more discipline, I need I need somebody to just like you know yell at me and make me go. And it's like well well no like you need to be taking those next steps, you need to be finding that thing that's keeping you from getting to where you need to go and start addressing that, and that's actual work. And it's not necessarily fun work either. No. And behaviorally, this stuff's really hard to analyze and classify. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To, to give you, I guess, an extreme example, uh, when I was a cop, I would deal with you know, people who hit their wives. Right. Or women that were verbally abusive to their husbands or mm-hmm. even physically abusive to their husbands. Mm-hmm. And when these people would tell you that they love their spouse, they meant it. To the outside, Joe, like if I told you there's this guy that slaps his wife around every day right. or there's this girl who swears at her husband, yells at her husband, throws plates at him, demeans him, puts him down. Does that sound like love to you? Like those things don't seem to go together. Yeah. And so you, 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 you end up where I think what I'm trying to say is people can say stuff all they want, but if the actions don't align with it, nothing's going to happen. And that's where I think people got offended or got all upset is they really believe they want it. They just don't act like they want it. Right. Right. So we, we kind of thought it it, it comes down to two main points here and the points I came up with one, you came up with one. I thought it came down to value. Mm-hmm. Like how much you value the outcome of something. You, on the other hand, you thought more that it came down to how much you're willing to struggle for something. Well, right. And I think those are, are very related. Yep. 
Because if you if you see the outcome and you you know what you're trying to build, like if you're on a mission, like you're willing to put up with a whole bunch of stuff. You know, if you're if you're just kind of floating through your day with no clear direction, you know, you're just going from thing to thing, you know, from Monday to Tuesday to Wednesday to Thursday and, and nothing's really changing, you're not really growing. Like you're not really willing to to put yourself into into an uncomfortable position and, and fight for it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think if you, if you see the the true value of what you're after, I think that the willingness to struggle with with the hard stuff is is much much easier to come by. If that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. So let's let's talk about these things, Joe, and let's right. try to define them. Sure. So the first one that we should probably try to divine, we'll go value first. Right. So when people like when we talk about value, what are we talking about? To me, we're talking the end result of or the fruits of your labor. Yeah, I like, like that. what yeah. you what you get from doing something. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you look at working out, for an example, because it's an easy one to define. One of the reasons I work out all the time is because there's a genuine intrinsic value I get from it. Right. It's I, I love it. I don't even know why I love it. I mean, I, I, I kind of do. Um, I got bullied a lot as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, I was not athletic. I was not uh, good at stuff. I was never accepted. I couldn't make the sports teams I wanted to uh, make. And after I got beat up and some kids broke my collarbone, and, and I've said this story before, uh, I didn't know what to do. So I joined the wrestling team. And because of the wrestling team, I ended up in the weight room. And as I got stronger in the weight room, literally every other area of my life got better. Yeah. I I was more confident. Uh, I was going on dates. I I was better at sports. Uh, I got to go to a really good university. Uh, I got to fight in the UFC. That's all because of weightlifting. So I've always just loved it. There's a special place in my heart for it. Beyond that, it really is my meditation time too. One of my favorite things to do is throw on my headphones and work out. And that might be the only hour or two in a day that I get to myself. Yeah, yeah. Where I get to think, where no one's bothering me, where I don't have to be fucking Bobby Maximus anymore. Right. I can just like think about whatever the fuck I want to think mm-hmm. about and hang out. So I really get enjoyment from it. And, and people are like, how can you go work out? Well, to me, working out is your golf. Mm-hmm. It's 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 your Dungeons and Dragons. It's your Netflix and 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 chill. It's it's <laughs> binge watching whatever. Like yeah. working out to me, it just makes me feel really good. So if you have a strong intrinsic value from from that activity, it's pretty damn easy to get up and go to the gym. Yeah, you know, and 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 I feel it's the same for you, Joe. Like. You know, you you go on vacation and the first thing you want to do is, well, hey, I have a whole day off. I want to go work out. Yeah. Like you actually enjoy doing it. So you can get value intrinsically. We're not just talking about some dollar value or something you get from it. Right. And I think I I had said something about people uh, uh, either, you know, screwing up on the diet or missing the workout, but not missing any episodes of uh, Game of Thrones. Right. And yeah. and like people will value things differently. You know, for yep. somebody who really just doesn't care about Game of Thrones, it has almost no value. For some people, Zero. it was like their entire life was uh, about that show. Like they couldn't yep. wait for that next episode to come it, out. And I'm not making any kind of judgment. It doesn't matter to me. Whatever you value, that's up to you. 
But it's just interesting to me how the thing that you value, you wouldn't miss that episode. You'd move heaven and earth to make sure that you were there to see it. You know, you had it on TiVo so you could rewatch it right away, whatever. Is TiVo even well, still a thing? A DVR? I don't uh, even know. <laughs> you know TiVo <laughs> I don't know about because I think that I think that all the – I mean we have Xfinity at home. Uh-huh. But Xfinity, DirecTV, whatever you're using, they all have like a DVR or TiVo yeah. built into it. Yeah. Huh. Anyway. I'm glad you brought up. I'm <laughs> glad you brought up Game of Thrones because that, to me, is a perfect definition of this intrinsic value that you get from something. Like there's mm-hmm. some enjoyment that you get from it because all these Game of Thrones fans they weren't making money off it. Right. Yeah. It wasn't adding to their life in any way. Like they were getting a hotter wife or a sexier husband, <laughs> or they weren't getting a better relationship with their kids. Like, like it, it was, there's just something they really enjoyed. Well, yeah. And, 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 and that's why they were so, so many people that were upset with the end of the yep. show is because it, they got so much out of it and then they just felt sort of let down. And so well, that, that's and, a demonstration of like how much they valued that show, how much they really took ownership of it and, and sort of modeled themselves around it. It's incredible. It's funny. Me. Stephen King had a really good quote about this and basically he said that the mistake that they made was announcing it was the last season because once people knew it was the last season, it was never going to be good enough. Yeah, yeah. That's... Why? Because it was because it was ending. Amen. Like there was once it was ending, there's nothing they can do because everyone's got it in their head who they want to win, who they want to lose, who needs to die, what characters need to form a relationship or alliance. People, people are writers at that point, but there is some intrinsic value you can get from TV. So for me, you know, back to the working out thing, again, it's your golf, it's your TV Mm -hmm. show, it's playing with your kids. Like that's what I like doing, Yeah. but I'm doubly incentivized because I get real world money value from working out. Yeah. You guys, you guys aren't listening to this podcast. If if I can only overhead squat two hundred pounds, mm-hmm. I could just happen to do three eighty five. So you might believe me when it comes to being strong. Yeah, um, I'm not on the list of of the top fifty fitness professionals in the world. If I can only deadlift three hundred, yeah, yeah. For me, I could do well over six. I'm not, uh, you know, featured in Men's Health every week, or I don't have an Instagram following. If I'm out of shape, so in some way, Joe, working out drives my business, and you can relate to that because coincidentally, that's the same for you too. Yeah, like it's a money maker for us. So yeah. it's pretty easy to get out of bed and do your job. Well, and right, what, you're, what you're you have to consider paid. is is are we just like lucky that that happened, or did we actually help make that happen in our lives? Did we, we manifest that stuff? Right. In, into reality. And I think it's column A and column B. Mm-hmm. I mean, like there's a lot of people that work out that don't have what we have or don't do what we do. Um, you know, so I, I, I think that can go either way, but the bottom line is I ain't missing any workouts No, because it's, 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 I love it and it's my job. Yeah. Well now let's talk about the person that doesn't get a lot of value from it. I don't judge the person who hates working out. Mm-hmm. Listen, it's not easy. Like if you're out of shape, you, you, it hurts. You, you're nauseous. You, you get headaches. Your joints hurt. Your fingers hurt. Like I don't want anything to do with that. I'd rather be playing golf too. Yeah. I can put myself in that person's shoes. And let's say, I, I don't know, you have a sexy wife. Mm-hmm. Looks great. Who you're super attracted to? Who, by the way, is attracted to you? Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. At the risk of sounding 
at the risk of sounding crass, you're getting you're getting laid a couple of times a week. Mm-hmm. Um, you're fit enough to kind of do whatever you want, like because you don't have to be fit for much in society these days. So you're you're fit enough to play golf with your buddies a couple times a week. Um, you're fit enough to like take your kids to the park. Mm-hmm. Uh, your your income's not dependent on working out. And and back to the original statement, you kind of don't well, like. Not only you don't like it, you hate it. What value do you get from going to the gym an hour a day? Well, take, let's take that example even a step further and say, well, then you decide in your own mind that, yeah, I want six-pack abs. And like, oh, okay, you say you want it, but like, are you really gearing your life towards that? Are you willing to give up all the other stuff you have to give up to make that happen? Uh, not if you don't get value from it. Exactly. Like, like, like that person to me gets more value from eating Chick-fil-A yeah. and, and when watching Game <laughs> of Thrones, which again – no judgment, but, but but you're not getting much value. The work you have to put in to get those six pack abs, the value return isn't there because you you get the six pack or you're on your way to the six pack or struggling to get the six pack. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll get into talking about struggling, but you're you're not having more sex with your wife. Yeah, uh, you you can't play with your kids any harder. Your golf game's not improving. All you're doing is spend an hour after hour every goddamn day trying to work out. This fucking sucks. I'm out. I'm done. Well, and I'll tell you, just from my perspective, if, if that's the life I'm living, right, and, and I'm making money and I'm, I'm like hanging out with the right people to continue making money and all my needs are being met, like, you know, six-pack abs aren't a deal breaker. I'm not going to force nope. myself to do things that I don't want to do. I'm not going to give up. Like if you had to decide between having drinks with the boys after a a day of golfing or going to the gym, you know, and trying to explain to these guys how you can't have alcohol because you're trying to get a six pack, uh, that rocks the boat a little bit. You know what I mean? Like that changes that dynamic and it, it probably isn't worth it at that point. And I don't blame anybody for kind of being in that spot, but there's not a value proposition there. Now, Let's talk about something else that I love to bring up. Mm-hmm. You want you know you want to know the number one chain way to change somebody's behavior, Joe? How's that? Get them a divorce. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it sounds harsh, but you'll see. <laughs> you this get a divorce, and you get a divorce. <laughs> but for real, so so the guy example to this is you got a guy who's he's five foot eight, mm-hmm. uh, two hundred and twenty pounds, gut hanging over his belt out of shape, bald, and then he's getting divorced and he's got to put himself back on the market. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, this dude grows to six foot two. Yeah. He drops his weight to 190. He's got a six pack and a tan. He's dressing nice again. You're like, what the fuck just happened to you? What happened was that you value having a partner and you need a new partner and you place a very high sense of worth on that. So you know what you do? You get your ass back in shape in two minutes. Yep. And I've seen this with girls too, where you get a girl who lets herself go a little overweight, not doing her makeup anymore, uh, not dressing nice, doesn't really try. And all of a sudden she's getting divorced and then it's high heels, short skirts, Mm. uh, looking good, trying hard, hair did, nails did, pedicured, manicured, like the whole nine yards. Yeah. Because he's getting a guy. Mm-hmm. Same thing with behavioral stuff. And you'll see this in relationships. The first three to four months of a relationship, because you value making that work, everyone minds their P's and Q's. They're on the best behavior. They say the right things. 
they try, Joe. And then guess what happens? They get lazy. The real person <laughs> falls out. They get lazy because you you already have the thing you want. There's not yeah. a high value on it anymore. Well, you you get the person that that starts coming up with excuses in a relationship like, well, this is just the way I am. This mm-hmm. is just the way I talk. This is – you get that person a divorce, you watch your behavior change then because yeah. they value being with somebody. And that's what it comes down to, how much you value it. So I'm willing to apologize to all the people who I made cry out there <laughs> into their pillow at night about how they don't want it. I'll, I'll rephrase that for you. I, Bobby Maximus, am very, very sorry. I apologize for telling you you didn't want it. I have no business judging your needs. You just don't value it. Does that sound better for you? See, Does I that like, make it okay? <laughs> they're still going to be upset because yes. they're going to say, well, of course I value it. It's the most important thing in my life. And it's like, well, but really it isn't. You know, well, like like I have an avocado. Do you care? And most people say, well, no, I don't care. I can go get an avocado. That's right because an avocado doesn't have that much value. Yes. And that's yeah. that's how you're treating this thing. And you're saying like, no, 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 I really want an avocado. Well, then just go get one. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> – you can't just go get fitness. You yeah. can't just go get a good marriage. You can't just go get a good relationship with your kids. Like it's something you got to kind of put some work into. But again, if you value it, you'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Well, that I that's think it, 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 that that's kind of a good segue into the 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 idea of struggling because the things that you value are the things that you're willing to struggle for. I like, things- I like the way you put that. <laughs> well, it, I mean, so the the idea kind of came to me the other day. Uh, I was doing some overhead press, um, doing 10 sets of 10, and I'm just sitting, sitting, you know, sitting on the bench, and I'm pressing out, and my left arm is just, for some reason, just legs behind my right arm on overhead press, and I'm just like, gosh, that elbow just won't lock out, and I'm like, I'm working on it, and every set, I'm like, okay, the first five reps are like perfect, and then six, seven, eight starts getting heavy, and then like nine is kind of ugly, and 10 is a struggle, but I, I managed to lock it out, and I dropped the weights, and I realized like, God, why do I do that to myself? You know, like I, I can totally understand why people would quit at five or why people yeah. might be willing to push to seven or eight and then totally quit right there. And it's like, well, no, because I know I want to finish this set. I want to conquer this weight so that I can move up to that next weight. Because yep. I know if I finish my, my 10 by 10 at this weight, I'm going to increase weight next time. I want that. I want to be that strong. And so yep. there I am forcing myself to the point where like, yeah, I'm probably going to be achy for days. Right. But that what I there was no hesitation. I didn't question myself in the middle of a rep. I was, I just did it, and mm-hmm. so it dawned on me that when you know what you want, when you're trying to get that next level of something, you're willing to put yourself in a really uncomfortable position to make that happen. Oh, people will do all kinds of harmful shit to get what they want. <laughs> yeah, I mean, or what it, they value, right? Yeah, it, it it's it's just going straight to the root of something. You're willing to like to lose everything else just to get that one thing. I mean, it's uh it's just tenacity, right? It's just a, a, an insane insanely focused tenaciousness that you can develop when you know exactly what you want and you're willing to give up anything to get it. Kind of like that person that won't do anything for themselves. Mhm. But they'll work 16 hours a day to put their kids through school. Yeah, yeah. That's a struggle. That is a and it's struggle. Because it's worth it to them. Yeah. Because they you know? see that result. You know, and you think yep. about how they're gonna feel when they see their kid holding a college diploma someday. You yep. know, and they're gonna know what they went through to get those kids to that spot. Like there is a huge value in that. 
And they're willing day after day, night after night, week after week, year after year to continue to struggle to to make that happen. And 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 there's no, there's, like I said, there's no thought about it. You know, like they might think it sucks, but they just just do it anyway. It's just, it's what I do. There's no doubt. They don't miss a day. Yeah. They don't take a day off from that struggle. Well, it's also funny, Joe, in that regard, like I go to every single one of my son's Taekwondo practices. Mm -hmm. I go to every single football practice. It's because it's important to him. It means yeah. something to him. It, it actually means a lot to him when he looks up and he sees his dad on the sidelines waving mm-hmm. at him. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think all parents should do that. I'm shocked at the parents that aren't there. Yeah. Now, that's not a judgment because they could be working to, to put that kid through that football practice. Mm-hmm. They could be supporting their kid in other ways. It's not as simple as just showing up. Like I'm lucky to live a life where I can show up. But it's not always easy. It is kind of a struggle some days. You don't think I'd rather be in the gym some days? Yeah. You don't think I'd rather be at In-N-Out or Shake Shack mm-hmm. uh, or, or like <laughs> Smashburger eating some food and air conditioning rather than sitting in a hot-ass field? Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm, I'm human, right? There's things we'd rather do, but it's worth it to me Yeah. to, to go through that. So the other thing with what you said is there's, there's kind of two types of struggle here. There's that momentary struggle. Like mm-hmm. you under the overhead press trying to straighten that elbow. Okay, you struggle for 10 seconds. Yeah. I think people are better suited for that kind of struggle. I think what people have a hard time with is the day to day, the day to day. Oh, week, for sure. For sure. Week, and and, and month to month. everybody wants that, that quick result, right? Everybody wants to lose 30 pounds in 30 days. Nobody, yep. Nobody's ready for six months of hard work. Nobody's ready for two yep. years, right? We, we've talked oh. about this at seminars. You know, if you're going to kind of start a basic foundation level exercise program, you need to stick with it for about two to three yeah. years before you step up to the next level and everyone just steps up to the next level. And it doesn't yep. work because they weren't ready for it. And then they say, oh, this is bullshit. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You've got to put Think- that work in. But the, the, the other aspect of the struggle that's really important is it's sort of a diagnostic tool. Right. Yep. So if I'm sitting there and I'm trying to press that that weight overhead, I can kind of tell where I'm weak, right? Is it is it my tricep that needs to be stronger? Is it, you know, my delts need to get built up? And then I can develop a program to help address that. And mm-hmm. and similarly to what we're talking about, given enough time and enough reps, enough time under tension, that will improve. And I should notice that at that same weight that I was struggling with before, I'm not struggling as much. And maybe it's time to move up. So similarly yep. in your life, you, you're saying, hey, I want to I want to lose weight. And you're struggling with it. Well, here's the good news. You're struggling. So that means you're in the spot that you need to be. You need to be in the position where you're challenging yourself and you're having a hard time. And you're, maybe you're not making progress, but you're trying. And God bless you because that's where you need to be. The next step yep. is to figure out, well, what are the things that are keeping me from getting to that next spot, to getting to that next level? And if it's like, well, I can't stop eating ice cream at night. Well, okay, here's a tip. Just get rid of the ice cream. Don't have it in the yeah. house, right? And now give it time and see. See what happens after a week, two weeks. See if that is the thing that fixed it. You know, and, yeah, and you, you know what? You may trade, you know, trade one problem for another, but you have to go through this process of identifying those weak points, addressing those weak points, and then allowing the time to see if anything's actually improved. But but I would argue this. I, I like your tip about getting rid of the ice cream. Mm-hmm. But if you can't get rid of the ice cream, you don't really value it. Right. Like you don't value what you what you say you want to value. It's kind of like think outside the gym and, and, and bigger than life. And this is a common problem. We all want more money. 
Mm-hmm. We all want a bigger house. We all want nicer cars. We all want more money in our bank account. But if you want more money, you want a bigger house, you want nicer things, guess what you got to do for it? You got to work more. Yeah. So people live in this and, and, and this has caused many a fight in a marriage. <laughs> we don't have enough money. We don't have enough money. We don't have enough money. And the next day it's you work too much. You yeah. work too much. You yeah. work too much. Well, hey, listen, you want me to figure out the secret to making more and working less. I'm all for it. Yeah. Like if you have any suggestions, sign me up mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. But this is something that like you'll have two two people that are working their asses off and then in, because they want a bigger house and then in the same breath complain they don't spend enough time together. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of got to pick one. And and here's what it is. Figure out what you value more. Mm-hmm. That's really key because you it, you can attain that, number one, because it's usually like you, you don't really need a bigger house. You think you need a bigger house. Mm-hmm. You're not willing to do the work to get to that point. Well, then maybe that's not really what it's about. And And again, from what I'm talking about with struggle is if you're in that position and you're seeing that, again, diagnostically, that's an indication that maybe, you know, that use the ice cream example, maybe the issue is that I value ice cream too much. So yeah. much so that I can't just get rid of it. Like, well, okay. Are you willing to accept that? Are you willing to, to, to allow that, that really harsh self-criticism and say, okay, that's what I need to change. I need to devalue ice cream in my life. You know, I need to devalue this idea of keeping up with the Joneses and buying a bigger house and another flashy car, right? You need to devalue the things that are forcing you into a struggle that you don't necessarily need to even be in. And that's, that's, again, it's this notion of, of, of finding that, that weak link. And, and it becomes, uh, right back to the whole reason for this podcast, people are offended when you tell them they don't want it, but it's the. It's that mental process that you find when you're not getting what you think you want and you have to look at why and you find out it's because of you. And if you're not willing to face that, like, I mean, you can get as upset as you want, but that's, it's just a painful situation to be in. Well, I'm, I'm about to say something that's, is going to come out of my mouth. That's going to sound very anti me, Mm -hmm. but I, I, I believe in it. What's wrong with just quitting? Yeah. Like, I mean, if it's that much of a struggle, I get it if you value the end result. Yeah. But if it's that much of a struggle and you don't really value it, just quit. Life's too short. Why are you living your life like that? So, again, back to the example of I I want a bigger house, but I I don't want to work more for it. Figure out what you value. And if you're Mm -hmm. okay in your one-bedroom house, again, don't work. Live there and be happy. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it, you know, there's making a, a decent living and playing Xbox on the weekend and like there's having a small no. like, if that's what you want if if you're like the happiest person in the world, whatever you're doing, fucking keep doing it. Yeah, don't, do don't what makes it, you happy. Yeah, just just keep that up. And and that yeah. probably isn't gonna work for me because guess what? We value different things. Yeah. And that's fine. If you're if you're the person that, that, that is married to a beautiful woman and and you have sex with her every day and you have a great relationship and she doesn't mind that you're 20 pounds overweight. You hate working out. Don't go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Who fucking cares? If you get nothing from it, you don't have to go because two 
assholes on a podcast you listen to. So <laughs> you need to, you need to like go to the gym. Like it's just, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is just own, own it. Yeah. Well, but and that and that's exact that's exactly what I'm saying too. Because that process of owning it, it can be really, really painful. Oh yeah, we're also, I think, a slave to society's expectations about what mm-hmm. we should and shouldn't want. Yeah, there is, there is. Listen, I, I think the whole body shaming thing can go too far because um, everyone gets body shamed now. Yeah. If someone says I'm too big, I'm body shamed. If someone says I'm too ripped, I'm body shamed. Like let's relax a little bit on that. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to work out and there is this pressure in society that's like, oh, you have to be in the gym. And you'll hear people phrase it like that. Like I have to get back in the gym and get in shape. Why? Yeah. You, you, you don't have to walk anywhere anymore. Yeah. Like even even in the in the airport – I mean, I, I went to the Minnesota airport. I think the entire Minnesota airport, Joe, is covered by those like escalators that are flat yeah. on the ground. Yeah. Like I, I just rode the escalator the whole time. I didn't have to walk <laughs> anywhere. Like, I don't need to be in shape. And if I'm really bad, I can push the red emergency button and a cart comes and scoops <laughs> me up and takes me to my gate. What is that like, movie? You uh, just, that, that movie with the little robot Wally. Where all yep. the, the the future is everybody's so fat they just float around in little chairs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's getting to that point, Joe. Yeah, like you don't have to do much physical work in today's society. No, you don't. So it's like if I hate it, like I'm I'm good. But I, I like it's easier to just own that and say I'm good. Yeah, yeah, you know, well, or for sure, like you said, and 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 if if you feel like you're chasing after someone else's dream, then absolutely quit. Knock that off. You don't don't waste your time because really like the self-examination of finding out what you truly do value and putting all your energy towards that is going to bear way better fruit in your life than achieving everything anybody else set out for you. Yeah, and it's society that does it. You don't care that you have a nicer car, but society mm-hmm. sure does. Therefore, yeah. you do care. Yeah, yeah. Because why are you buying that car? Because of what the neighbors are going to say, mm-hmm. because of what some girl or some guy is going to say, but because of the what the people at church are going to say. Why do you want to live in that house with quote unquote curb appeal? Because of what people are going to say. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. They live in a really nice house. I'll tell you what, Joe, when I, I, I go to bed pretty peacefully at night, mm-hmm. um, it's it, it actually driving my wife crazy because I like lay in bed, close my eyes and I fall asleep in five, four, three, two, one. And I am out. When I close my eyes and sleep, I could be in my bedroom. I could be in the penthouse of the nicest Four Seasons Hotel on the planet. <laughs> yeah. Or I could be in a shack. I don't know the difference. Yeah, yeah. It's happy. Like, like I just – it doesn't matter at that point. So, yeah, I'm lucky enough to live in a nice house. But do I really sit all day thinking about how I could have something nicer? I don't. No. Because that would be for you all. You know what I mean? Like it, it's almost like the people that live for likes on Instagram. Well, I am one of those people. Um, it's like these people that live for likes on Instagram. Like it, it, who cares? You you put out your content. If people like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. Yeah. You can't please everybody. And, and so, so that's part of it. Now, there is another way to deal with struggle, Joe, that I want to talk about that's very important. Mm-hmm. Just wear the right shoes. Absolutely www.lalo.com use the code maximus20 and wearing those shoes is a way to avoid all your struggles all your fitness life and romance dreams never ever 
ever just have by to struggle sl- for new slipping shoes. on a pair of <laughs> Maximus shoes. Same time, you can make this delicious. I'm going to bring out a word that you love, Joe, because you're a nerd. You can make a delicious elixir oh, every night. Of, yes. Of night or protein. Uh, Nitor, N-I-T-O-R, performance.com. You drink one shot of that protein. Uh, no, it's not one. Sorry. One will uh, achieve some of your dreams. You yeah. drink shots of Nitor protein a day, all your dreams will come true. Use the code Maximus20 because on the way to Dream Street, why not get a discount? Do it on the cheap. But uh, drink the Nitor protein and then you do not have to struggle with every other area in your I, life. I think we should talk to the guys at Nitor about changing the name from Nitor protein to Nitor elixir. Elixir or <laughs> struggle free. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, what is this? You know what? I would love to, for real, I'd love to market a protein. Drink this protein. Never struggle again. The cure for all that ails you. Struggle True free, happiness. Stress-free. I can see it on the label. I wonder if the FTC would have a problem with that. And, I, and, and for people that don't know what that is, it's a fair trade commission. The federal they trade commission. They kind of after that stuff. Federal trade commission. Uh, it's the same people that stuck it to Red Bull because Red Bull claimed that you would Grow wings if you drink Red Bull. <laughs> Why people are. believe that? Like, hey, I'm going to drink this and I'm going to grow wings. No, dude, it's a, it's a phrase. It's a metaphor. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a metaphor. But Red Bull actually had to give a bunch of free Red Bull to people. I yeah. think this was in Australia, but it makes me laugh because, no, you won't grow wings. <laughs> Thanks, kids. I didn't think I was going to wake up looking like an angel tomorrow if I drank a Red Bull. <laughs> you know, like a giant, beautiful, you know back of wings and I can fly. Um, but but back to the thing. So the whole not wanting it thing, it, it does come down to this value and struggle. So we kind of like want to run through a, a, a checklist for you guys mm-hmm. uh, if you're if you're having a hard time with stuff. So let's say you're that person who's not achieving your goals. And I'm going to say it needs to be for a significant period of time because yeah, it can't John, it can't be the first instance of resistance that you face, right? Because yeah, you, you got to yeah. be going on this for a while. Yeah. Like if you, if you try to get fit, if you've been unfit for five years, you're not going to get fit in a week. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get fit in thirty days. You got to put some time in. But you're the person who's put three months, four months, five months. You're not seeing any result. All right. The first question to ask yourself is, do I really want it? Actually, no, don't ask yourself that because then you're going to be one of the people with the hurt feeling. (laughs) I want to be putting yourself down. I think the question to ask is, how much do I actually value this in my life? Mm -hmm. So just ask yourself, like do a value exercise. Make a list of things that you do. Work, exercise, television, spending time with my kids, spending time with my wife. Uh, having sex, uh, doing drugs, drinking alcohol, like all mm-hmm. the things you do. And on a scale of one to 10, put down a number, how much you value it and be honest. Mm-hmm. Maybe you really value that drink every Friday night. Maybe you really value that TV show. There's nothing wrong with admitting it. And by the way, you never have to show anybody this list. Like when you make one of these lists or start assigning values to things in your life, don't do it for other people. Do it for you. You can always tear it up and throw it in the garbage after or burn it if you don't Mm -hmm. want people to see it, if you've got some horrible things on there. But people – I find, Joe, when people do these types of exercises, they answer it almost 
not with what their answer is, with what they think people want them to say. Yeah, yeah, for real. You know what I mean? Yep. Don't don't do that. This is for you. Mm-hmm. So put down a list. And honestly, if 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 watching Game of Thrones is a ten and spending time with your wife is a one, be honest with yourself. Yeah. Right. Put that number down. No judgment. Um, d- depending on your relationship with your wife or husband, that might be accurate. Yeah. On the other hand, if it's a 10, make it a 10. So write down all these things and really think about it and circle what the numbers are. Now, I, I would say this. If you've got a 10 for something, examine your behavior and in, in, in relation to it. Yeah. And you'll probably find that your actions dictate that you're a 10, right? Like I value spending time with my kids. It's a 10. Well, ask yourself what you do. And then you're probably that dad that's going to every practice. Yeah. Working hard to put them through school, like doing all those things. Like you're going to Irish dance on Wednesday night, Joe, you're Mm -hmm. spending time with Jojo. You've always got the kids. Like I'd say it's a 10. Yeah. On the other hand, for things that you pick a one for, you're probably not doing that much. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? And, and, and here's the other thing well, you I, can do. I, I would say those are most likely to be the things that other people make you do. Yes. You know, like if you put if you put like work one, eh, you, you're not passionate about your career. Right. You're probably working a job just to make ends meet. You know, like that's a very different circumstance than if you're like my work is my life. I am a 10 and I must go to work every day because that's why I'm on this earth. Very different. Here's another thing. What's wrong? And here's something shocking. What's wrong with just getting rid of the ones? Yeah. Like, cause that, that would be my next step. If it's a one, why are you doing it? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if, if you, if you put down a one for working out, quit. Yeah. If you put down a one for spending time with your wife, why are you married? No one says you have to be married. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, if it's if, making if, you if it's making a, you miserable and you're just doing it to keep everyone else happy, like re-examine that. Life's short. Mm-hmm. Make your own life. So that would be the first thing I would do. The next thing I would do, once you eliminate all of this extraneous garbage, I mean, I would almost eliminate anything under a five, to tell mm-hmm. you the truth. Like if it if it doesn't get a five for me, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. If it doesn't move me, I'm finished. I don't want to be in it. I mean, there's there's things but, like you have to do. Like, but know like why you have to do them, right? But I would, I would argue too, Joe, that a lot of things people think they have to do, they don't have oh, to no, do. Oh, no, yeah, 100%. 100%. I, I but have like, to you, go you, to work. You might have a job you hate and you might rate that lowly, but like you have to do the job for now at least until yep. something better comes along. So like, yeah, I, I think there's maybe a, a handful of things that you might rank low that you can't just cut. But it's worth examining those things regardless. Well, the, the, the other thing, too, is like you can switch gears. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you rank spending time with your wife as one, get a new wife. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> hopefully it goes up to a 10. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, if, if your job – it sounds funny when you put it like that. But if you told me every day you hated your job, I'd be like, Joe, get a new job. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I can't. I have to do this job. Says who? There's a gun to your head that mm-hmm. makes you work at this company. Like if you hate it that much, go elsewhere. Yeah, or at least start making start making that that progress towards that. You know, get your resume put yeah. together. Start start applying for jobs, right? Or or get out of it. So yeah. the next kind of question, once you have these values assigned, drop some of them off. 
then figure out if it's a 10 or whatever number you gave, how much you're actually willing to struggle for it. Yeah. And you, you kind of get caught in this, in this pinball game, I guess, where you're like, well, it's a 10, but I'm not willing to struggle for it. Well, guess what? It's not a 10. Mm-hmm. Like if you think about it that way, if something's a 10, you should be willing to move heaven and earth to do it. Yeah. If something's a, a, a four, well, I would, I would expect that behavior. And use, you'll, you'll, use my, uh, my weightlifting example, right? If I yeah. want to give up on five, it's a five, right? Yeah. If I give up on eight, it's an eight. If I always finish the set, no matter how much a struggle it is, guess what? That's a 10. It's a 10. But it's so true. I like that example because it's real. Yeah. You know, um, and it, 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 it's funny. Again, this type of exercise will, at the very least, you'll, you'll out yourself. Yeah, yeah. Like you'll call your own bluff because it's not a 10, guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? On the other hand, if you put a one, but you, you seem to be doing everything else to, to, to do it, well, it's not a one. Clearly, it's more important to you than you think. Yeah. Because we all get seduced back to the wanting it thing. We all get seduced, Joe, by thinking we want something. Yes. When we really don't. And usually it's societal pressure that puts that on us. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, you know, I've worked with a bunch of fitness people in, in, in branding, for example. Like I want a big Instagram brand. I want to sell programs online. I want to have a better website. Everyone says they want this stuff, Joe, but I know a lot of people who aren't willing to do the work for it. Right. So you want a bigger Instagram following? Yes, it's, it's, it's my number one thing. How many times did you post in the last seven days? Once. Yeah. Okay. How many? Here's my favorite. Do you answer every comment that you get on Instagram? Mm-hmm. No. Why not? That's a lot of work. Okay. You just told me you wanted more than anything else to have a big Instagram brand. Uh, and I would ask too, you, you have one post up. How much time did you spend on that post? Yeah. Oh, so you've posted. Like, yeah, like 30 seconds. It's a, it's, a, it's a crappy yep. picture. Uh, I just snapped it quick and then I just threw a quote up there and that was it. Like, well, okay, that's not putting a lot of work into it. I, I, I read this the other day, um, again, thinking about struggling. Uh, and it said a writer. Like, what is the definition of a writer? And it's someone who struggles to put pen to paper. Yep. And I like that because it's so true. If if you're an actual writer and you're you're trying to create a literary work, it's actually hard work to put the words down. I mean, anybody can write a note to a friend. Anybody can send a text message and say, you know, hey, asshole, how you doing? Uh, but a writer has to sit down and like compose, right? They have to go yep. through a whole process of finding the right words and the meter and the spacing and the sound. And, and, and it, it's a struggle to get that on paper. But they're a writer because that's the way they approach that. Yep. Right. So again, are you struggling to make your Instagram better? Or are you just sitting back, kind of letting it be its own thing? Well, and and it, it's funny when you put it that way because it's, it's it just sounds like you're willing to do it. Mm-hmm. Like back to the back to the Instagram example. Well, I don't want to answer every comment. Okay, well, it's not that important to you. You don't yeah. value it. Yeah. Well, I only post once every seven weeks. How dare you tell me I don't want it? No, you clearly don't. You don't value it. You're not willing to struggle because the other thing that comes out is, well, it's hard to answer every comment. 
okay, I, I guess to sit on your phone and twiddle your thumbs, <laughs> like to type some stuff in. That's difficult. Like, you know, what, now, now that I think on? about it, a lot of my dad's predictions about me have come true. <laughs> you know, you sit around and but, twiddle but it, your thumbs all day. Like, but it is kind. funny. And Joe, I, I want to leave this. When you talk about value, do you know who you see this more than you see this more in, in kids than any other person? Hmm. And to give you an example of this, my little guy, my pride and joy, uh, I got two of them, uh, Bino and Babu. Uh, you guys know Babu. He's the, 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 the that little fucking sellout that wears the champion <laughs> shorts that he got from Nordstrom because champion's a big ball in brand now. Um, you'd have to listen to the cello podcast to understand <laughs> what we're talking about. But he, he at the tender age of two and a half, he is sold out to the man. He wears brand names. He gets uh, haircuts that are that are trendy. Soulless, um, I tell you. <laughs> yep. But both those kids, I got him and I got Bino. Bino's ten, and and Jax is two and a half. And how old's JoJo? Uh, she'll be four in September. So coming so up, JoJo's four. So we'll take those three kids. It is shocking how motivated they are when they value something. Oh, yeah. Versus how completely unadulterated, unmotivated they are when they don't value something. So you'll laugh at this, Joe, about three months ago. I don't know. I woke up late. It was one of the only times I slept in and I I can't remember. Mm -hmm. And Beans has to be at school at 8 o'clock. Right. And I woke up at 740 and I'm like, what the hell? It's an 18 minute drive to school. Mm. He's going to be late. He's going to get a late slip. Like we we get charged extra money for it. It's this whole thing. I tell him, Beans, I will take you to McDonald's for breakfast this morning if you're ready in. And before I could finish that sentence, (laughs) he's a tornado. There's like smoke coming out of the ground. There's flames. You know when a car goes really fast and on Back to the Future and the flames are where the tire treads were? There's like flames coming from his feet. And he – he he. and I don't want to exaggerate. I want to be truthful about this. He washed, dried, ironed and pressed his clothes, shined his shoes, (laughs) gave himself a haircut, shaved – shit he had a shower <laughs> like this was like in 30 seconds and he's at the door ready to go and i'm like beans what the hell because yesterday he took four fucking hours to put a sock on yeah yeah like what the hell's going on and he i go so i bring this up i go beans yesterday you took forever to put a sock on what the hell's going on he looks me in my eye and goes well you should take me to mcdonald's every day mm-hmm. i'm like what the fuck are you for real right now? A, did you just tell me that? Yeah. Because yeah. now I'm never going to believe you on anything again. <laughs> but B, you know, if JoJo wants something, like get JoJo to clean her room when there's no reward. Right. Yeah. It ain't no. going to happen. If you're like, hey, JoJo, I will take you for, I don't know what JoJo like. Like McDonald's. I'll take you to the. She calls it, yeah, old, she calls it old McDonald's because, you know, old the song. McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> or because I know her, I'm going to take you to the world premiere of the new PJ Masks movie. <laughs> Holy shit. Your house is clean. The dogs are groomed. <laughs> dinner's made for you and Megan. Yeah. Like it's it's just funny when you see it in kids and it's so obvious. But as adults, we try to deny that. Yeah, yeah. Really you know, it comes do. out, how dare you tell me you don't want it? You no, know, when kids want something, they act like it. Yeah. And by the way, when they don't want something, it is like pulling teeth to get them to do it. Mm-hmm. I'll even tell you with Babu, the two and a half year old, 
that guy doesn't want to go to bed. He ain't going to bed, Joe. No, no. This like, is, well, this he, is the, the conversation I was it. having with JoJo earlier because we've we've got our one year old Max, and she's like, "No, I don't want to play with Max," but he's over there playing with her, and it's like JoJo, you can't. He's like a hurricane. And then I'm like, yeah. do, you, "Do you even know what a hurricane is?" She's like, "No." I'm like, "It's bad. <laughs> you can't stop it. <laughs> you can't fight it." Well, yeah. the 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 other thing is like, you know, with with, with Babu. Uh, you know how people say they have a hard time sleeping, Joe? Mm-hmm. Babu decided – I put a picture of this up on, on the Instagram. Maybe we'll make it the picture of the podcast. He uh, he wanted to go to sleep, so he fell asleep in the middle of the gym floor face down with a donut in his hand. Yeah. That's and I was it. shaking him. To get him woke. <laughs> Don't tell his mother this. I actually poured cold water on his head. <laughs> Just laid there face down. And he literally is like – Fuck it, I'm tired. I'm going to bed. You know, let's let's talk I, about the shifting valuations that he had to go through because he values being at the gym. He's there. Then he values the donut. You know, he's got the donut in his hand, but all of a sudden sleep became the priority and whoop, yep. he's out. Like there again, right to the root of things, right to the heart of it. No, he no hesitation. Yeah. He doesn't care that I'm trying to shake him awake. He doesn't <laughs> care that there's cold water. He's like, I'm going to bed. I'm done. But it's it's funny, but think about your kids or kids that you spent time with. It they want something or they value something, they will fight for it. Yeah, yeah. And they don't care what it is. And by the way, they don't care if it's on your schedule or not, or if it's right or wrong. Right. Yeah. At all. This is what I'm doing. Like if I want it, I'm going to take it. And so that's what it comes down to. So again, we apologize if we hurt your feelings by telling you you don't want it. Hopefully you've got something out of this completely unplanned uh, (laughs) podcast, but really just think about what you value in life and what you're willing to struggle for. Yeah. And then cut, cut, cut to the chase, like cut the stuff out and and, and use your struggles to sort of identify your weaknesses And, and, and being honest with yourself is very, very hard. So, you know, be gentle, be kind, but be truthful. Don't sugarcoat it. What you think you value may not be what you value. And, and and some of the things that you think you value may be the things that are keeping you from getting where you're actually trying to go. That's for sure. Absolutely. It's okay to just quit, Joe. Like I've always said, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, not really. Huh? And in the real, really, really, really real world, like it, it's one thing to quit just because it's hard. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this is hard. Like, okay, you're just oh. weak. But, you know, like. But if you don't. If you don't like it, walk away. Yeah, you don't have Spend to force yourself. Spend time doing something you really want to do. See, and that those are the people I want to be around. I was thinking about this earlier, uh, just real quick. But, like, people who have kind of found that thing that just drives them and they're just passionate yeah. about it. Like, uh, I don't really you – know, like, I love food, but, like, I don't really care that much about cooking. But if I meet somebody who's, like, a really high-level chef and they're they're really into the technique of cooking and they're sharing that with me, like, I'm enthralled by that. I want to be around that person, you know? Um, My mother-in-law is having this lady come over and help do some gardening. And this Mm -hmm. lady is just like tearing the yard apart. And she's got this whole plan and this vision. And it's just so inspiring to just kind of watch this process unfold. And even to see my mother-in-law out there just kind of helping this lady. Like doing all this manual labor to make this thing work. It's like there's a passion there. There's a joy in that. And I want to be around it. You know, then I go to the gym and there's, you know, 30 people on treadmills slogging along. Read magazines because they're just, yeah, just upset that they're even there. It's like, guys, find something else. Yeah, I don't want to be here. And I will tell you all from my experience, 
the gym is worthwhile. Like having a life where fitness is a really important component is worth all the struggle. It really is. It's a better life. That's why I do this and not drink every weekend. You know, I'm not doing drugs. I'm not doing the the other negative behaviors that you can, you can fall into because of this. And so for for my part, it's what I'm passionate about. And I'm telling you in my life, it is a hundred percent worth it. And, and give it a shot, but don't come in at it like it's something you have to do because that's it's not valued. If that's no, the way it's, a, it's a sure way to fail. Yeah. All right, we out. Have-